the IP is available should someone desire it. So IP being available makes me think that uh, they are not going to release it. I just made myself sad. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> Why do you play with my emotions like this? <laughs> Damn you. Damn you. No, wait. I must not feel anything. I am man. Man not no emotions. Man have no emotions. I will take this with the stoicism it deserves. <laughs> yes. Hello, and welcome to Seriously Pointless Conversations About Culture, the podcast where myself and a few of my friends get together and discuss nerdy things. Just a reminder, if you like what you're listening to, please subscribe to Seriously Pointless Conversations' YouTube channel, or you can find us on your favorite podcasting apps. Thank you for your support. Without you, none of this would be possible. Thanks for coming by. Now let's get into the episode. Hi, and welcome to Seriously Pointless Conversations About Culture, your Seriously Pointless podcast about all your nerdy and geek things throughout time and across the socially acceptable furry island, James. Gigantic furries, actually. That's right. Gigantic, enormous furries. You get an excellent view of Mario's enormous... No, it's a cattail. Cattail. Enormous cattail, that's right. And if you're extra lucky, you get to see cat suit Bowser. That's why they call it Bowser's Fury. That's right. Furry Fury. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, I <laughs> I am your host, David, and I am joined today by my co-host, James. What's up, man? Oh, not too much. Glad yeah. to be here with you again. It's I been know. a little while. It has been a little bit. I know you've uh, we've kind of taken and given you a couple weeks off because I know you've been having a rough, rough couple weeks at work, and so yeah. I uh, I figured you need a little de-stress I time. a little bit of time to get some space, get out of COVID hell for a little bit. I, I understand completely. So uh, today, obviously, um, to help uh, relax us a little bit, we're going to be talking about uh, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Bowser's Fury was a real pleasure. It was actually really fun. It's so I, I will, I will, uh, I will wholeheartedly endorse it later on in the in the podcast. But first, uh, before we get into the meat of the episode, let's work on those uh, potatoes and green beans first, shall we? Oh, fine. I know. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> so we're going to be starting a new a new segment a segment after uh, we kind of talk about what we've been up to a little bit. Uh, we're going to go do a little bit of news. We're kind of diversifying. I got a couple, a uh, little bit of feedback from folks, and I think we're going to try and just give a little bit of news, things that interest us that have popped up in the news, things like that. And we will get that to momentarily. But first, James, what have you been up to, man? I know you've been relaxing a little bit. What have you, uh, what have I you been have doing? I have been playing... Uh, the Skyward Sword HD. That's right. For you the most part, the last couple phenomenal weeks. It is great. It is gorgeous, even on a really big screen TV. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, re- even on a big screen? I think it would make it better on a big screen TV. Well, you know, some of the old like sixty four games and stuff, their yeah. textures don't scale, and they can get like extremely pixelated. But yeah. this is gorgeous. It's a ton of fun, and I realized I don't think I ever actually played Cyber- Skyward Sword. I have some like broken memories of it from back mm-hmm. in the day, which in retrospect was probably me watching Andrew play it whenever mm-hmm. I was back home from college because I didn't actually have a Wii back in the day oh, of see, my own. See, I think I remember Candace playing it uh, for a little bit. For some reason, I, I keep thinking because it came out. Was it in? We were was it? Were we in college or was that a little after? I wouldn't say we were. To it. I cannot remember exactly when it came out, but I know I'm pretty sure um, that if was. If I was at home and the system was at home, I would have played it. So it must have been after I was away. That must have been because I know 
I'm pretty sure I knew we were at least in college. I just didn't know if maybe we'd graduated by that point or not. I know um, I'm pretty sure Candace and Cole had it out at their house in Bollinger uh, County a while back, but I just can't think. I keep thinking that they had that, but but yeah, I remember. I'm kind of in the same boat as you are. I did always kind of fascinate. It always fascinated me, but I just never really got into any of the Zelda games except for obviously Link's Awakening. Zelda's the best. I know it is, but it's one How of those. How was Link's Awakening the only one you played? Because I'm a flake, James. Okay. Well, that's like the flake of Zelda games. It's it's out there. It's kind of like me saying, "Why did you never play Red Alert 3? And you're like, "Because of things." And I'm Fair like, enough. "Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm an RTS bro." And you're just like, "I love adventure games." And I'm like, "It's okay, you know." Every yeah. my tastes have grown as I've gotten bigger. You know, I plan. I'm actually planning on buying it at some point. I really yeah. want to. So be, be proud of one. me, James. I I I did. Um, I'm gonna make you cry a little bit. The first Zelda game I ever bought was the uh, Hyrule Warriors, which isn't, oh, which isn't oh. it. I know. That's a thinly disguised Dynasty Warriors game. But you know what? It still has Link in it. It's all matters. It does have Link in it. That is true. <laughs> have you been up to anything else? Or you just uh, been playing a, cr- a crud ton oh, of that? I dabbled with my time at Portia a little bit, but I haven't really gotten into it too much. Yeah. It was a ton of fun, but... It turns out there is a bug with it. It is incompatible with the Citrix desktop that I need to do work from home. Mm. So mm. every time I try to play the game, I have to uninstall Citrix. And then whenever I work and I have to do something from home after I get home, That's I awful. have to reinstall it and get rid of the game. So consequently, I'm not sure that game is going to happen. Mm. It's, the, it, it's, it's, it's like a... Uh, it's apparently like a Unity bug. That, that, that's not something about right, yeah. But, yeah, that that doesn't surprise me really. Portia, because that's a indie developer that made that one, so they have they do push out updates rather slowly, from what I remember. Well, and that game is pretty well done. They're actually working at on their second game, which is mm-hmm. like my my time at Sandtown or Sandcastle or something. It's apparently going to be fairly similar, but it's going to be multiplayer, which means I'm more likely to actually play it because <laughs> those type of like farming <laughs> progression type games yeah. great to play with the missus. That means if you if you can play it on your computer uh, as long as your work uh, programs work with it. Well, hopefully they're not going to use Unity for the second one, or <laughs> this bug will be fixed. They got to up up their game a little bit. So, but yeah, so that's awesome, man. You know, um, I've actually been really kind of hitting hard on the Switch too. I've actually mm-hmm. was playing uh, a lot of Pokemon Unite. Yeah, and how was it? That's like the MOBA Pokemon game. Okay, so real quick review on that. Um, I love the idea of a Pokemon MOBA because it's something that's like. You can play, you can hop in, the matches are only like 10 minutes. It's all about, you know, scoring points, basically. You get, you get energy from uh, killing uh, little other Pokemon on the map, uh, just like the other MOBAs, and killing other players um, as you go through. And then you have to dunk it uh, in their little mm-hmm. towers, essentially. Um, the only downside I see it of, I, I've, see, I've seen so far is it gets a little repetitive, like most MOBAs. Um, once you start to play the game, there are only 26, uh, Pokemon you can choose from right now. That's, that's a very limited amount in my opinion. I think they should add more. Because that MOBAs live and die on like the variety of their team comps from what I understand. They're gonna, and that's the thing is I've noticed over and over again that the same, the team compositions are the same. Okay. And so people have already figured out which teams are stronger than others. Of course they have. Already. And... So I can tell whether or not my team's going to win, and I can drop from a game if I need to. I haven't even played this game, and I can tell you some of the better Pokemon, because it's like it's made it through Facebook, even. Yeah. Apparently, Eldegloss is the best. 
she is and and, and I, I don't even know who that pokemon is I, it's the one with the big uh, like puffy hair oh yeah that one it's the it's one from, with the big fungus on its back no it's like it's like the puffball right yeah it's a puffball yeah, yeah yeah that one was in uh sword and yeah Shield, I yeah that. screw that by the way screw that that's a great it's a great <laughs> ranged uh pokemon i love it it's um and especially in the in the in the game too but the only down other kind of some down sides i've kind of run into it uh, there's a little bit of a pay to play play to win uh, mm-hmm. pay to win aspect to it um for the held items uh you definitely can use it real work real world currency to buy the in-game currency that allows you to upgrade your items much quicker so you're talking like it'll shave weeks off of your game of playing it and so you can literally upgrade an item so like the potion that you normally have it'll like you know maybe do like a tenth of your health might give you a tenth of health if you upgrade it all the way it'll give you full re you know reheal mm-hmm. and so if you do that you can have up to four items held well you do that with all four items you know you drop you know and it's not that much money it's, it's, only, advantage, yeah. it's like 20 bucks to upgrade it all the way and so if people do that it can be pretty substantial after a wow. while yeah, and if they already know who their character is going to be, I can see a lot of people doing that. Yeah, so it's definitely got a little bit of that. So I haven't played it that much, um, but what I did play of it, I have enjoyed. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it and really like yeah. invest a lot of time into it. I watched Northern Line do a couple matches, and I kind of I enjoyed watching the Pokemon start in their weakest forms and kind of yes. evolving as they gained. That levels. was a cool little aspect. That was a nice little touch. And I kind of hope that they continue to do that. Like if they add more Pokemon, I think if they level out. The progression system for held items, I think that'll be a little bit better. Um, and also, uh, hopefully, if you're doing ranked, and they're already, you can already tell they're trying to push this whole esports kind of mode to it a little bit, which I don't yeah. know if it'll be, if I don't know if I'm going to be into that or not. But if not, I might watch a few matches in the future and whatnot, but we'll see. So, yeah. but on top of that, I've actually have been uh, playing a little bit more Binding of Isaac uh, ever since. Uh, repentance popped out i have gotten a resurgence i I deleted it obviously for about six months and i re-downloaded it after it came out you talked me into buying it and Mm -hmm. i kind of played it for like a week maybe not even that maybe like three or four days whenever repentance popped out and now i am very much in the swing of things i've gotten that itch back of like man i want to i want to beat him beat beat the game and all with all the characters and all the modes and very minimal and do all the, all the challenges. And I'm thinking this is going to be a lot of time. Well, cause for me, that's like the crack in the game is just the unlock page. Like you're on the character yes. screen and you've got those little red completion marks for your hard mode completions, right. like must yeah. feel them all. In. Yeah. And they don't need to be normal completion marks. They need to be red. Hard is a way to go. Yeah, why would you do the normal and then do the hard mode afterwards? Just do the hard no mode. sense whatsoever. Yeah, just yeah. Do the hard mode. no sense whatsoever. So that's I've been doing that. It's also hopefully it's going to save me a little money in the future because <laughs> we, we're a little tight on funds with the new baby in round. So I'm gonna I'm gonna train a uh, hundred. I'm a thousand percent it as it were. We'll see if that'll ever happen. One thousand and one percent of what is it's called? Well, you could actually go further than that. Oh my god, tell me if you do all three save files maxed out, it actually like connects them together into like a big banner. Like, please stop playing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's really it's kind of cool. I've seen people do that. Like, there's a guy I can't remember his name. He does big uh, Binding of Isaac guy on mm-hmm. uh, on Twitch. I can't remember his name, but anyways, uh, he play. He did that too, and mm-hmm. he actually like reset it and did it all again. Like, he's done it twice. Oh my gosh, that's insane, man. That's just sick. That's that's sadistic in a sense. So I, mean, I guess if you're a if you're a Twitch streamer and you're good at the game, it may not take that long to do. But still. well, I mean, the man probably streams for what eight ten hours a day, probably. 
I mean, yeah. so, I mean, if you're to make a living off of it, you might as well. So, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. Is there anything else you would like to add before we move on to anything the news? I can say that I hate Fee from Skyward Sword. I know I'm going back to Skyward Sword now. <laughs> I thought the Navi was bad in the Ocarina of Time, but Fee is a thousand times worse. There's with so many memes, memes about her. does she have to keep talking to you, but she like pops in and she gives like plot exposition. Like you talk to a character. It's excessive. The character tells you what's going on and then she's like, there's a 90% probability that if you do this thing, you'll get it. I'm like, yeah, I figured it out. It's a Zelda game. You don't need to tell me this. There's not a lot of dialogue, and they bold the important words. Like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 stress it, lady. It's okay. It's go like away, Crystal. I, I got it. Go they away, men- Crystal. They go mentioned away. go to the mountain, and the mountain was in red. That means I should go to the mountain. <laughs> I don't need to read, you know, the whole page, and you don't have to tell me again. It's okay. Calm down. It's okay. I got and this. Then there's this whole thing where she has to dance whenever she's like doing a cutscene uh... and talking about the goddess language. I mean, it was kind of amusing the first time, but. No. You mean it's not fun anymore, James? It is not fun anymore. <laughs> she just needs to go away. <laughs> I'll take it in consideration and we'll email Nintendo about it. How about that? We'll just be like, hey, bros, do better next time. Seriously. Remake? Re- you want to remake this? Take Navi out. <laughs> just put somebody else new. We'll even take the... What's his, what's the little uh, peddler guy from uh, Majora's Mask? The creepy guy? Which one? The green guy. Uh, I don't remember. He's the, the bug catcher guy. The bug a okay. uh, beetle. Yeah, I, w- I would take beetle over him as a as a guide. He has a flying airship, and he's creepy. But uh, he I'd rather I'd rather him be my guide, <laughs> even though there's a like a thousand percent chance more of him like touching me inappropriately throughout the game. <laughs> I'd rather have him as my guide. So, well, he definitely seems like a shoulder rubber kind of guy. A little bit, yeah. He stands <laughs> uncomfortably close behind you and breathes over your breathes heavy in your in your ear, and he's just like then he just like hand on shoulder and says, mm, you're real strong there, Zelda. Okay, you're watching too much meat canyon. I have been actually. <laughs> Wait. I'm sensing the meat canyon here. I was watching Cream Crew before you came over. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's that's yeah, that's where I was. So talking about inappropriate things. That was like the Willy Wonka episode there. It's like hey, that was, <laughs> Yeah, talking about inappropriate things. Let's move into the news segment and in our first story, let's talk about some wonderful news, James. Mentioning ice cream. Yeah, that's right. You've got a blizzard forming. Uh, a blizzard forming <laughs> off ahead. So let's. we're trying to talk about the Blizzard Activision lawsuit, which came out. Uh, it's been a couple weeks ago initially. Um, so if you guys have not heard about this, the California state, the state of California has actually uh, put out a uh, allegations. Basically, they've done been doing a two-year investigation on this into um, employment compensation initially. That's what it was. Apparently, somebody brought this to their attention. But in the midst of this investigation, they have brought up, uh, apparently, there's allegations of, quote-unquote, uh, frat boy culture or frat, ho- frat house culture uh, mm-hmm. that's been at... Uh, blizzard for some time um and let's just do the quote here it says that uh according to the df uh, this is a quote from uh, uh owen good from polygon um the lawsuit's allegation of frat boy of a frat house or frat boy culture is directed at blizzard entertainment their dfeh says women were subjected to cube crawls a kind of office party whereby male employees who have been who had been drinking prowling the workplace and subjecting women to unwanted events as lewd behavior and other sexual harassment uh the female employees working for the world of warcraft team noted that male employees and supervisors would hit on them make derogatory comments about rape and otherwise engage in demeaning behavior the lawsuit says 
Yeah. Wow. How the mighty have fallen. I know. Isn't that sad? Like back in the day, Blizzard was the company to work for. It's mm-hmm. like if you were a game developer and you went to Blizzard, you were set for life. And it's it's it's, it's just let's let's talk about this. You know, I know it used to be an amazing company to work for. They were on the forefront of like what's going to be new. You know, they were the big MMO RPG that popped out, and they really kind of like pushed that envelope for subscription services, well, essentially. Yeah, and they were the company that put the time in. Like you knew, yeah. that Whenever they released a game, it was going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It may have taken them two years. It may have taken them a decade to develop it, but when it came out. You just bought it because it was a Blizzard game. Absolutely, you know, and, and I don't, I don't, I just don't know. Like, has this been festering for so long, or did this cap start happening like after they started getting female employees? Like, I mean, they've been milking at the dried out udders of WoW for, but it's just many like years. if you didn't like, just it's bizarre to me. Like, what would I get that men in general, like most men, can be, you know childish we can we can we definitely be childish you know obviously have you have you as you have heard from earlier um (laughs) we're definitely that you know at the very minimum we never really truly grow up we're all you know small boys at heart of it you know but at the same time it's just like but Uh, you then you think of like developers and like you know people that are maybe a little bit more socially awkward than most (laughs) still like a cute crawl I mean, really? Like, I don't think we've ever, I don't, well, technically I can't drink alcohol on duty, but that says what it is, you know, and neither can you really. So it's just no. like, it's like, I could know, could you imagine me in a workplace where that's like something you would do? Like you just get drunk or like even high possibly. I don't know. I'm sure that there were drugs, Barbie, there. Or, you know, I mean, like, and then go hitting on your, your female coworkers. No. Like that doesn't make any sense. Right. It's like, why would you do that in the first place? I mean, we have like. You know, we'll get together at someone's house with the coworkers. Yeah, I could get together. We bring all our spouses. We get outrageously drunk. Yeah, you have a good time. We have a good time, but it's all totally respectful. Like yeah. Like the spouses are there. Yeah, there might be, like, some dumb jo- inside jokes or whatever yeah. it is, but I it's mean, like, you know. Don't get me wrong. We, we have outrageously inappropriate humor, but everyone's <laughs> in on it, and it's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's fun that way, but it's not like you're not signaling out, like, specific, you know, people, and it's like, if you don't know the person and you don't like, if you think they're going to be like, like offended by it, it'd be kind of like me making a joke towards, you know, Jackie, yeah. you know, I had, you know, I had to feel her out before, you know, it, before I started saying that, so you do the mm-hmm. same thing with your wife. Everybody does this. We do. But it's just like, well, you don't just straight up say like, you know, you know remember that one time I, you know, I, I kicked a baby, you know, that's funny, wasn't it? Yeah, that it, it's funny. It's funny. You think you laugh because it, it's you know I'm being facetious yeah, and I'm being I know, a, I'm being a jerk. It's, but yeah, but you no, know, seriously. In college, actually, when I did my art and science and humor yeah. class, the very first day of class, there was a segment where we were supposed no, to no, like, let's, tell our let's, funniest joke. Let's scroll back real quick. You got a co- you got three college credits for uh, the art, art and science and humor. Yes. Okay. Let's let's keep that. Pin that and continue. <laughs> So, <laughs> it was actually my my gym's course. My, my junior into I would have been way course. I would have been way more into that course than my dumb gen ed universal study university studies class. So I had to take. It was great, but the point was the very first day of the very first day of class, we we're supposed to tell our funniest joke. Yeah. And this one guy like got up and he said, "Oh, this is this is really inappropriate." We're like, okay, whatever. It's a comedy course. Just yeah, just it. go with it. And he tells this horrific like joke about rape. Nobody laughs. Everyone looks at him. He's sweating. And uh, the next day, he had dropped the class. Yeah, but there was still like out of a group of twelve people, 
at a liberal arts college. Someone thought it was appropriate to get up in front of a class, which was like 70% women, and tell a rape joke. Not that it would be appropriate with just men either, but it just goes to show that some people are incredibly tone deaf and have no sense like at did all. you not look at like your audience and be like say wtf you know which, maybe i should go with the why the chicken cross the road joke and work from me. there i'm oblivious i'm socially inept. we're both oblivious but the thing is like that's if, why we're friends because we can some, be oblivious if together with, if someone with my lack of social graces can see why this is a problem <laughs> <laughs> which to be fair like the, the work we both do has forced us to develop some of these skills that we probably otherwise would have been blissfully unaware of. You mean of. talking to people? Yes. <laughs> That's not wrong. Talking to people, reading the mood, you know, things That's right. that I otherwise probably would have never learned how to do. No, definitely not. <laughs> I definitely would have been like, I'm okay to live in my, my dungeon. So, yeah, it's definitely definitely helped me a little bit, but yeah. Anyway, so, I've heard that the president of the company has stepped, stepped down. down. Yeah, They've announced that they're going to be like co-run by a pair of presidents. I think one of them is going to be female. It's going to be bad. For... There's like a new, they're bringing in like a diversity officer. They're talking about firing the head of human resources. Yeah. I mean, heads are rolling. That's what I'm saying is like, when I say it's going to be bad, I mean, the next like probably five years of Blizzard are going to be bad for the people that consume their content mm-hmm. because you're going to have, one, you're going to have so much turnover. You're going to have... You're going to have so much turnover, that's going to cause the creativity of the company to stagnate because you're going to have all these different ideas coming from new people as they come in. They're going to be revamping things. They're going to they're going to discontinue things. They're going to restart things. And so don't see, don't, I don't, I would not be surprised if Diablo 4 gets derailed for at least another three years. Well, I'm wondering if this is going to finally kill WoW. That too. I mean, the player base. Classic WoW has been a cash cow, and we are both playing it. Yeah, nobody was in it last night. No, but the regular WoW, like the retail version, it's already been kind of a rocky expansion pack after a number of rocky expansion packs. And now I have to assume the development for the next one is dead. Oh, absolutely. Everyone is going and doing Final Fantasy fourteen of all things now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a mass exodus. One guy, he's been playing for almost 10 years. It was another big uh, Twitch guy. He had actually been playing for about 10 years, and he, he, he canceled. Like he Yeah, mad t- season? Yeah, yeah. He, he just canceled his account, and he's like, I'm done. I yeah, don't want to play with him anymore. He makes a nice 20-minute YouTube video, like, yep, we're done. We're going to do something else. I mean, I mean, how can you I mean, support guy, a group? This guy got ranked 14 on WoW Classic as a warrior just for, the, for shits and giggles. I mean, it's like... Two months of nothing but playing the game. Yeah, I know. Isn't that insane? But, I mean... <laughs> so, yeah. Needless to say, we'll be interested to see what Blizzard has coming out from it in the next, you know, few months or even, you know, next years or so. But I don't foresee, you know, us really digging into uh, much, you know, Blizzard other than I'm probably going to play until my subscription runs out and I will probably not go back. I'll be honest with you. Probably. I mean, I... I would probably be done with the classic WoW if we weren't still playing with the friends group. Yeah, and I kind of feel I bad. I kind of sunk time into it, but it's like I'm kind of like, well, maybe I should play <laughs> It's free. <laughs> you could always play Skyrim online, James, too. Oh, mm, yeah, really just scratches my itch right there. Or, mm. We did Valheim the other day. And that was Valheim was, fun. That was I would, fun. I would, I would totally be get back I'll on that. So go back to that. So, all right. So before we get derailed, derailed anymore. Um, much like active blizzard Activision's, uh, you know, entire revenue stream, um, happier news, the steam deck, James, what do you think about it? I have not played one. 
You're not going to play one for next, like, until, well, I've until they come out. I've watched reviews. Yeah. It's a reasonably powerful mm-hmm. OLED handheld PC, essentially. Yeah. It's about the size of a largest tablet. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly similar in form factor to the Nintendo Switch by design. But it's better, James. But it's a PC. <laughs> it's and it can better. run anything a PC can. It can even it specs. It can even run Switch games if you do it right. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sure someone's gonna figure that out pretty quickly. Well, they even they showed they showed it on a review for it. <laughs> they said they said they said, not that we would suggest this, but you can do this. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> they're just going full tilt with this. They're like, you just have to buy the super nice expansion or expanded version of it. So so, so I, I think if you like to play indie games, mm-hmm. and if you like to have the handheld form factor of the Switch, yep. but you don't like waiting six months to two years for the indie games to come to the Switch, mm-hmm. and you want to take advantage of, shall we say, Steam's competitive pricing that happens four times a year, mm-hmm. it seems like a good deal to me. So I will be interested to see... It might be a replacement for like a gaming laptop if you're like a mobile gamer. That's kind of what I was thinking, but the problem I also run into is how like is there anything else you can do with it? I mean, are you, would you just be able to install straight Windows on it and then you know do like any desktop stuff with it or anything like that? Maybe. Well, and that is the problem I have with it because it's like what a thousand bucks or so. It starts at I believe it starts at three hundred or three hundred for the base model, and then okay. it goes then it jumps up tremendously to almost six hundred or sorry five hundred, and then six. 700 i think it was the next, the, the highest okay version. so they're they're pricing it kind of at the switch and then the um the yeah. OLED switch that just yes. came out yeah. price points yeah. then so the biggest version between the base model and then the step up and the last two uh additions are the two mo- other two models is the type of memory storage it has in it mm-hmm. um, it's a little faster it's bigger um and and it's not obviously you're gonna have to have that more storage if you're going to have those bigger games in it. So mm-hmm. for context, it can play, you know, uh, what was the, what's the, uh, uh, not Medal of Honor, because that's the old version. Yeah. The um, the World War II uh, semi, or the, war, the, the basically the, the first person shooter, um, wow, Call of Duty. Yeah. That's how my brain farted mm-hmm. there. Sorry, guys. You get, the install for Call of Duty is like something like 57 gigs. Oh, gosh. So... If you think about that, the base model has 64 gigs, mm-hmm. and that is the so you're basically almost taking up your entire hard drive for one single game. Now, does it expand with micro SD slots? I don't believe so, because you can pick up a 512 chip for micro SD pretty damn yeah. cheap. So I don't know if it does. I'd have to look at that and see. So that's one of those things that I would have to look into and just maybe if it does update upgrade to that, that would be phenomenal. Um, now, if it has like a TV dock too, then I mean it might. I believe might be a switch killer. I believe it. It can. I think you can actually plug it straight into uh, your 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 TV and just play um, off of it. Actually, um, you can actually plug it into your PC too and run off of it. From what I've gathered too, and you can you know just run play off of it and run it on your on your PC. Um, but yeah, that it looks really cool. I would be interested to see how well it does. I'm probably not going to get one when they first come out. I'm going to wait and see whether or not. Uh, what the reviews look like, whether or not people actually like it, what kind of level can you play, you know, games on it? Because they were showing some footage of like control, which is very heavy, graphically heavy and intense kind of game. So yeah. I'd be interested to see, um, did you catch anything all about the micro SD? I don't think it does. It micro doesn't SD. say in this article. So that's fine. And maybe, maybe they do I'm end sure up adjusting it later. But from what I've gathered already is that all the, uh, pre-orders are, 
<laughs> finito. You cannot get it. It's like, already done. They sold out the first day, so. That sounds about right. It was pretty good, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, other, like, smaller news uh, that I saw, you have Netflix and video games. So Netflix is making a foray into uh, the video game uh, culture, as it were. So uh, according to Matt TM. Uh, Kim on at IGN, uh, according to Netflix, the streaming company has, says it's it views gaming as another new content category for us, similar to our expansion into original films, animation, and unscripted television. Uh, Netflix also added that when games do launch on the platform, it will be included in member in members Netflix subscription at no additional cost, similar to films and series. While Netflix didn't announce any uh, concrete titles or games, the company says that it is building on top of the of its earlier efforts around interactive shows like uh, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, and the many Stranger Things games Netflix has published. Um, uh, what do you think about that, James? Well, so if they're just going to build games based on their own, you know, IP, IP, I mean, that feels more like a like a movie tie-in game. Yeah. I mean, that's something more that's going to appeal to kids. They typically yeah. aren't the best games. No. I mean, of that, course, definitely... I could easily see a small indie studio, if they get a good deal from Netflix, yeah. distributing on their platform first. And, I mean, we're seeing this on, like, the Xbox Live Game Pass, for example, that both of us have. Mm-hmm. These companies you know they are putting their games on the pass for members but they're mm-hmm. also selling it you know in the xbox store they're selling it on the switch store mm-hmm. and so it might just be a way to get exposure for your game that's kind of what i was assuming this is what they're going to try what they're trying to do uh i don't foresee them really throwing out anything big after say maybe the first couple titles maybe they might try to go swing big for the f- fences to kind of show like, hey, you know, we're the new kids on the block. Look at us, kind of cool, you know. Ain't we cool? Yeah. Um, but after that, I don't. I think they're gonna probably throw some smaller money at these smaller indie studios to try to do things like the Stranger Things games, which are all like pixel games. They're like sixteen bit pixel games. Yeah. That are, they look fun. I d- I didn't really find like much need to even play it, and I put it on for put it on there for for free. I'll play it for a little bit and see if I like it or not, but I'm not going to go out of my way for, you know, to go and, and just find them. You know, yeah. if it looks good, I might play it. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We just dropped our Netflix subscription this month. So yeah. now that we are sans Netflix, I'm like, well, I don't really miss it. I'm trying to the last time I actually watched a Netflix program. I mean, you can probably just hop on mine. I mean, Love, Death, and Robots <laughs> was great. I told you it was phenomenal. <laughs> And the only, like I said, the only thing I've really watched on it, I watched um, Disenchantment. I watched, I watched Disenchantment. Yeah, that was fun. Um, I played. I watched uh, Milkshake. Uh, what was it? Mil- uh, what was it? Gunpowder Milkshake. That was okay. That oh, was like blown away. Like the. the um, you like that glass blowing show? It's like a glass blowing forged in fire. You try it. to get me into it. that crap, and I'm like, I don't like that baked reality crap. That just annoys me to death. What dude. is glass blowing? I don't care what it is. It's <laughs> dumb. That just that style of television. It just really, it really chaps my ass, James. <laughs> you can watch people blow glass and Dolby Vision. You know what they can do? They can blow me. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> That's right. All right. Anyways, different strokes, you know, different folks. You know right? What they call the furnace that they. Right? Tell me, James. It's a glory hole. Oh my god, dude. You're, not, you're gonna be shitting me, right? I'm not shitting. That you. is phenomenal. That is, that is the technical term. <laughs> oh my god. For the opening of a glass. That was a great. Us. That was a great joke jump on that I did not know about, and it just went there. 
Oh my god. So not talking about glory holes anymore because my mom might listen to this. Love you, mom. Ignore that segment. Um, so the final piece of news we have today that's probably not as big as the other two uh, major ones we had. Demon Slayer 2 Season 2 has dropped the trailer. Have you seen this yet, James? I have not seen the trailer, but I'm not surprised that they're hitting while the iron's hot because the movie was, I think, one of the most successful anime movies of all time. Gangbusters. It is, and actually in the States, it is the number, I think it was number one animated uh, theatrical release for 2021 and 2020 combined, I think, which, to be fair, that's COVID. <laughs> but still, even amongst adults our age, I've talked to a number of people now who watched the movie who had no idea what the show was and yeah. enjoyed it. So. And it's also now, um, they released it on to uh, Funimation, James, so you can watch it on Funimation. Ooh, I might watch it. Mm. I don't know if it's, uh, the, I don't know if it's English dubbed on Funimation or if it's just the sub. So I bet it's probably the sub. We'll it's see. okay. You can still enjoy how pretty it is, and you can cry at the end when your favorite one of your favorite characters dies. That's right. It's okay. Not the flame, Hashira. He's it's my man right there. So, anyway, so what they're shooting for it, it basically show other than the obviously incredible visuals of the other one out there. The mm-hmm. biggest thing to come from that is that they're shooting for the new season to air sometime at this twenty twenty one. That is surprising to me. I was thinking more spring or summer twenty twenty two. That's why I thought too. And it looks like they're probably gonna be shooting it maybe probably uh, October of twenty twenty one. Um that's what it sounds like. Um don't know if that's a hundred percent. They haven't locked that in. But to be fair, twenty six episodes usually it's what they go yeah, for. Well the summer season's already started, so it definitely isn't gonna be the summer. So I yeah, guess the, absolutely. Fall or, the fall or winter anime season will be the next. I would I would think that. Yeah, and I kinda think that I I really hope that they shoot for October, uh maybe the fall, because that would be perfect to kind of like push through and kind of end out maybe in springtime sometime. Well they might just like run twenty episodes twelve episodes in the fall. And then do another 12 next mm, summer. Maybe. Crafty bastards that they Please are. I love yeah. it. So anyways, that wraps up the news segment today. Time to get in. The what today. was that? I don't know. That's late breaking news from David. It was almost like Mario, but not quite. That's what I thought you were going to do, but then you just kept going. That's all the photo the news today. We have come back with the other review now, James. There you go. That was That was beautiful. Thing. That's right. Thank you. We should do that every time. We do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we be the Ubermensch. So what? <laughs> Dude, that's sorry. That I'm tying. I'm tying in Flash Gates and Super Mario. Anyways, okay. So fun fact: Super I did Super Mario 3D World and Bowser. We were doing. We were at the pool the other day with my kid, and um, I was making that voice to him. I go, you know, I was like. Who can paddle like a big boy? You can paddle like a big boy? Because he was doing the little kick of his feet. I go, and he was just losing his mind. <laughs> so, yeah, that was great. So, my wife was, and Jackie was looking at me like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, so many things. So many things. That was fine. That's normal. It's, yeah, you know what? It's either that or another weird voice. It's like, I don't know. Well, that's, anyways. But, but, anyways, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. It's coming at you hot and heavy. Fireballs to the face, James. But mostly Bowser's Fury. <laughs> That's right. Mostly Bowser's Fury. So we're not going to do a huge uh, rundown of Super Mario 3D World because obviously this is a game that came out for originally for the Wii U back in November mm-hmm. 13. Um, so there have been numerous reviews of that, and it actually even came out on uh, the 3DS, on Nintendo 3DS, uh, later mm-hmm. on in 2000. And I want to say 12? 
mm-hmm. maybe I can't remember. But anyways, so the main thing we're going to be hitting on though today is the three D Bowser's Fury portion of it, which is a completely new version of um, or a completely tagged new uh, version of Mario that they've tacked on to uh, Mario Super Mario Three D World. It reminds me of what, like whenever Steam put out the orange box and they yes. just threw Portal in. Like, like, here, eh. amuse yourselves. And it's like a two-hour game where everyone's like, oh my gosh, this game is great. We're losing our minds. <laughs> that was a great, great thing to get, especially if you had an Xbox and you get the mm-hmm. orange box. Yeah. Oh, that was phenomenal. But yeah, that's that was, was that three games? It was three. Like, we were all buying it just to get Team Fortress 2, but then yeah. there was Portal. <laughs> because what's not the love? Because you can be a spy and hide from people. But yeah, so... The Nintendo has graced us with the. Uh, I'm assuming is going to be Nintendo has graced us with what I'm assuming is going to be the next iteration of Mario to come out in the next few years. That's I w- what I'm hoping that this was something experimental to feel out the waters because it, this was phenomenal. This the, it, it definitely scratched that Mario itch that I have not gotten gotten since Odyssey. So exactly, and it, the gameplay is interesting. Yeah. So do oh. you do you want to do first impressions of the game and then kind of uh, maybe I don't know sink into the plot a little bit and then maybe go into the develop at all or what do you sure, what, what do you feel on that? So Bowser's Fury is like we said this is game which is attached to Super Mario 3D World. Yep. It's got a lot of the same power ups featuring like the cat suit, the boomerang, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It is built as like an open world Mario. Mm-hmm. And it kind of is. It uh, It's interesting in that it's still got like a Mario World feel mm-hmm. where there's a series of islands and each island has a number of shines on it. And if actually it kind of has a Super Mario Sunshine feel with that. Definitely. With the, with the focus on water, with the star shines. But each little island has five shines. And once you get all five, it lights up the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And once you've collected a certain number of shines, you get to fight the Bowser, Furious Bowser in like a kaiju style monster on monster because type Because why fight. not? Because why not? <laughs> you, you use one of the Giga Cat Bells and you turn right. into a giant <laughs> cat <laughs> Mario. Yes. And you guys stomp all over the islands that you were just... You stomp a stomp and you fighty fight and you punchy punch and then you can kind of send him back into his dormant state for a little bit. Yeah. And then you kind of do it all over again a couple more times, right? Yeah. And so the key things to it, like one... It's on this timer, this Fury timer, yes. where depending on where you're at in the game, it's anywhere from like six minutes to 12 minutes yeah. between Bowser spawns. Yep. And you can see that it's like Bowser's shell, like slowly rising out of the sea of black goop that he's lying in furiously, I guess. He's so goopy. And whenever he reaches the top, he bursts forth in Fury and you have to either fight him or collect a shine to make his Fury go away for a little while. Mm-hmm. And the map changes whenever he's furious. Like, some of the platforming sections can get easier or harder. And there's some of the blocks that you actually have to get Bowser to destroy for you because there's no other way to get past them. So, but it, it ends up being this really fun romp, though, where you're doing each level and it feels like a Mario world, like in 3D World or Odyssey or something, where you're kind of going through the same area doing different objectives. Yeah. But it is an open world and you can see all the other levels and you can just go to them. Mm-hmm. And so it's an interesting hybrid between the Mario course concept and like an open world thing. Yeah. I mean, I've, I enjoyed it, you know, so it, the stark contrast that it has to, or the stark comparison that it has to say, uh, super Mario Odyssey and say even galaxy a little mm-hmm. bit and sunshine to an extent. I mean, Gal- or sunshine is essentially one of the first, is the first, 
um, Super Mario open world game. I said, yeah. you know, that's what it came out when it came out back in 2000. And I'm going to say, no, not 12, maybe 10, eight, maybe something like that. It's been a while. It was on the Wii. It came out. It was and in sunshine. Like you could see the other areas, but yeah. you couldn't like go to them. You had to jump through the, the little paint portals to get to them. So yeah, you did have these extra worlds, but you also had that, uh, main area that you you went through the Delfino plaza you had the big hub area yeah so it came out in 2002 actually wow came out for the gamecube i didn't oh, think it was that gosh. old wow yeah. i'm 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 sorely mistaken and i apologize <laughs> i want to i'm gonna bow to miyamoto son and i apologize please don't beat me um but yeah that's that's where you essentially you have these this first run of uh super mario open world games that pop up and i think it's just the natural iteration to move forward with it because like you were saying, they add all those little extra little things to it. I think the little niceties. And much like what Nintendo always does, they never go, you know, jump in the deep end mm-hmm. on anything. They always slowly integrate things like yeah. and, and like with, with Super Mario Sunshine, it's more of like a fun little romping game. Yeah. It doesn't have lives. You can't really die all that much. But it's more of like you have water power and sun power and all that stuff. So you kind of move on, you know, you play that and then you get into, say, uh, Super Mario Galaxy, where you mm-hmm. still have these individual little areas you go to. But then you finally get into, say, Super Mario Odyssey and you have yes. these they're slowly expanding these areas that you can explore. And you finally get into things like uh, Bowser's Fury, which you literally have a hum- it's not humongous, but it's a substantially bigger map, right? It's a very large map, and the map itself is bigger than any single one of the Odyssey maps. Yes, so, absolutely. Odyssey as a game is much, much larger. Much, yes. But but the the map is larger than an Odyssey map, and it it's yeah, it's just a ton of fun. It's like gaming crack, really, because you can keep getting these star yeah. shines, and you the whole experience. I mean, you can one hundred percent it in well under five hours. Oh, absolutely! It definitely like, two to four hours. And you can finish the game, and it even feels a little bit more kind of like they're leaning into that open world stuff, open world adventure style thing, kind of like they do with mm-hmm. um, uh, Breath of the Wild a little bit. Not to that, not as, not, they didn't lean that hard into it like they did with Breath of the well, Wild. yeah, because there's not as much to explore, but each yeah. little island has its own little theme. Like there's an ice island. Yeah. There's like a little Colosseum island. You know, there's a big tower block island and it kind of hits a lot of those Mario themes. And mm-hmm. They're constructed more like levels and less Absolutely. like a world to explore. Yeah. So whereas Breath of the Wild had lakes and valleys and mountains and you'd find little bits, this game has, you know, each island is obviously a level, it's a stage. Yeah. But, like you said, you, you're going through, you're collecting stuff, you're just blowing through everything. Yeah, I think you get like four cat shines per island or whatever five, it is. Five, five, five I apologize. Five I couldn't island, remember. And there's a bunch kind of scattered around yeah, just in the ocean just randomly, too. yeah. But it's, there's some more RPG-ish elements, again, yeah very light like there's an inventory there's an inventory of power-ups you can collect so if you need to switch power-ups you don't have to go back to the last item where you found it you can just you know hit the button and bowser jr will toss you a power-up yeah so uh fun little things we're going to go over real quick on the uh the bowser's fury so obviously they first announced this uh, enhanced port for super mario 3d world plus bowser's fury on September 3rd, 2020, as part of Super Mario Bros. 35th anniversary at a Nintendo Direct and released it worldwide February 12th, 2021, alongside a Cat Mario and a Cat Peach Amiibo figures, if you're into that. Um, 
I I am not because if that's we, that's a didn't shill. Mention it. The entire game is cat themed. Yeah, just the, a bit. The Goombas are cats. The bomb bombs are cats. The piranha plants are cats. The trees the, are cats. The Mr. Bills are cats. Bowser is a cat. And Mario is a cat. Yes. The only thing that's not a cat is Bowser Jr., strangely enough. Which is kind of bizarre, yeah, I actually, guess. Actually, if you 100% the game, he does get a cat outfit to wear. That's right, he does. <laughs> that's right, he does. Because why not? Because this is just some one man, one adult man that has a weird cat fetish as it's his dream come true. So good for him. That's all yeah. I got to say. <laughs> Anyway, so obviously the port adds online multiplayer option, which the Amiibo functionality allows you to spawn power-ups, a snapshot uh, snapshot feature for taking in-game screenshots, and up to four-player co-op uh, with the ca- Captain Toad levels. Um, this is the, the 3D World portion of it, part, obviously. Yeah. But um, other differences include the, the base speed of characters being increased and the stamps unlocked. This is all with the, the 3D stuff. So... In the new 3D world, which I apologize, go ahead. No, I was going to say, 3D world is great as well. Yeah. It it has a bit more of a slower, let's finish the level type of feel. Yeah. And there is a lot of levels. Yes. Um, I actually busted through some of them, and I didn't even get all the stars on some of them because they were quite annoying, honestly. Yeah, I liked the Super Mario 3D Land, like for the 3DS... And like for the Wii U was better, I thought. Yeah, you know, three D world was still good. Well, three D world is kind of like that callback to, like I was saying, some of the it's older a, style Mario games. Yeah, it's just in an awkward space between three D and two D. Yeah, I wish they would have committed more to one or the other. Yeah, the way the levels kind of go back and forth, and it, having that forced fixed perspective from the side can just be a little bit grating. And you can't, and you can't adjust the camera. That's the problem. You cannot it, control the camera at all, even in the three D section. It just really, it really annoyed me a little bit. So, but moving on with, like I said, with Bowser's Fear, the, so like we said, the the uh, the Bowser's Fear campaign actually follows Mario as he winds up in a place known as Lake Lapcat. Cat. So yeah, a little bit on the nose cats. there. Teams up with Bowser Jr. in order to stop Bowser, uh, who has been transformed by an inky substance into Fury Bowser. Unlike the main campaign, Bowser's Fury takes place in a large free-roaming area similar to open the open-world Super Mario games. Mario must explore the island in order to retrieve Cat Shines, Bowser Jr., who is who can control be controlled by a second player or yourself, can assist Mario by using his paintbrush to attack enemies, reveal secrets. Uh, and occasionally, Bowser Fury awakens and begins to attack, transforming the island in certain places. Uh, you collect the cat shines. Mario gains access to the Giga Bell, a large version of the Super Bell, which transforms Mario into Giga Cat Mario, so he can take on Fury Bowser. Uh, so, a couple of problems yep. I have with the game. Go ahead, yeah. Uh, Bowser Jr. Yeah. As an AI companion, is fine. If you have a second real person playing yeah. the game, he's actually super, super overpowered. Yeah, absolutely. He's invincible. He can fly everywhere. He can collect items and kill so the enemies. So that's what I did. That's why I, I got through a lot of the stuff on there, like some of the uh, the harder things, like to try to collect all some of the cat pieces. Like when you go around, I could literally send him into things and he wouldn't die. Like there's a lava portion where it's hidden behind one of the cat pieces is hidden behind it. I would like send him in. He just go bloop, bloop. And I'm like, well, how that wasn't hard at all. It's like, <laughs> you know, what, what is this deal? So, yeah, it's. Uh, but yeah, so like he's super overpowered and he he can just basically do your job for you. And it's, I kind of I wish he would be only more of like a Navi kind of person almost yeah, where I mean, he would just tell you be like, hey, listen, 
You know, I, I like when he like goes around and he hits the hits the odd enemy to help you. And yeah. he uncovers some secrets. But the bit where you can direct him to go kill things for you is the problem. Like yeah. the bits where you're supposed to chase the dark, like you know, Inky Mario. Yeah, I just didn't do it. I just stood still and had him go hit him. Yeah, for me. yeah, why super easy. You, like, why, why would, would I chase him? him? Why yeah. would I? Ch- yeah, there's no no reason to try and you know chase him if if I can just have this minion do it for me. It's like it makes no sense to me, but. Yeah, the other issue I had was a plus and a minus. It's the whole Bowser Fury cyclical mechanic. Mm-hmm. Like at the beginning, I found it really frustrating because I was trying to like complete each island sequentially. Mm-hmm. And so the shines that you had to have Bowser help you out to break the blocks and stuff, I was getting really frustrated because I would be sitting around waiting for him. Yeah. Later in the game, I got more into a rhythm where you just kind of go back and forth and do things bit by bit as you can. And yep. then when Bowser pops up, you do your thing with him. But. I mean, I was, I, by the end of the game to 100%ed, I was waiting on Bowser to unlock the last few shines. Like, I was able yeah. to collect everything else well before I had finished up all the Bowser tasks. Yeah, see, that's why I was too, yeah. it's it, And and that's the thing is, like, you, you kind of get to that point where in the game where you're just kind of like, and you're just kind of like waiting. You're mm-hmm. like, you sit and twiddle your thumbs a little bit, and you're just like, I wish, I wish there would be, it, I mean, I don't know. I get why there's such a long timer on mm-hmm. him to eventually like pop up and like try to attack you, but it seemed like sometimes it was irregular. Did it seem like that to you? There, there are some irregularities, and I was listening to a video on the way over here about speedrunning this game. Yeah, and the Bowser timer is actually not as straightforward as it seems. Okay, like it, it's anywhere from from the first time you load in the game and you get Bowser Jr. Mm-hmm. It's six minutes for that first go. And then it's normally like a nine minute timer, but it can be as long as 12, depending on what part of the game you're in. But if you close the game and reload it, it's a six minute timer. But if you collect <laughs> enough shines to unlock the next like gated threshold with the giga bell, yeah. if there's more than two and a half minutes left, it will take two and a half minutes off the timer. If there's less, it will just finish the timer normally. That is bizarre. If you finish it way early, it takes two and a half minutes off, and then it runs twice as fast until it's done. Like, it's it's kind of bizarre. I mean, I guess. So, I mean, I, it's trying to keep that feel of the momentum of the game. Yeah. Like I said, for me, this was like an ADD, like, crack-filled journey. Oh, you're absolutely. Like, you're just blowing from thing to thing to thing, and, you know, stopping killed the fun. Yeah. That, that, I'm 100% with you there. That's yeah. that's how I played I mean, I played it when I was on nights, and I would be sitting down here in my man dungeon, and I would literally, that's what I would do. I literally played for a solid, like, eight hours. Like, the, to the minute Jackie went to bed, I would <laughs> run down here. I seriously, I didn't eat for an entire eight hours. I, was, I would drink water, and I had a little energy drink, but mm. I forgot to eat. That's when my brain, <laughs> I was so sucked in. And, you know, if people should know by now, but like James and I, we both have, you know, we obviously, I don't know if you've ever been diagnosed, but I, I was diagnosed yeah, with ADD. So we both have ADD. Yeah. And so like our brains crave that kind of thing to just that constant, like new, new kind of, you know, thing to catch. And that's just where our brains are. And this was just perfect for it, man. It was pure crack for the ADD brain. Like you said, it's, it's a formula. It has structure, yeah. but it's a constant little bit of novelty. Yeah. And none of the puzzles are so difficult you have to really think about them, but no. they are challenging enough that you're not 
bored. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's you can just sit there and just blow through the whole game, which is what I did too. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what I did. I played that's for like, an eight. I played for uh, it was an eight hour. Yeah, I did play for eight hours all one night because I, I think I've almost beat it all the way one night. Yeah, I think I completed the game like in one session and then I maxed it out in the second session. I mean, it just. Yeah, that's all you do, you know. Well, yeah. yeah, and it's like I haven't gotten all of all of them, but I went back and I was playing a bunch of the stuff because I was trying to like find out where because I I was I didn't look up where some of the the cat shines are because I want to like some learn. Some of them are a little tricky. Yeah, that's why I was looking around. There's there's a few. I'm really close. I think I'm down like I think I need like twelve cat yeah. shines. Once now. you finish the main game, it shows you where the rest of them are on the map. Oh, see there. Yeah, I think I stopped, and then. Yeah, I bet I, I bet that's what I did. As I bet I stopped. Oh, that's what I did. I stopped to give it to you. That's what yeah, happened. That's what happened. My problem. So, <laughs> but anyway, so the reception for the for the whole package of Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury um, is actually one of the best selling games for February of 2020 in the United States, even counting even before counting Nintendo's digital sales, which obviously they don't report those. I'm sure it was quite a bit more. Uh, and it was bizarrely like a limited time release thing too. They like, do that weird shit. I don't know they why. They started doing this in the last couple of years. Well, with it's the whole like you know Mario's anniversary. Yeah, day, which was strange because it was also Donkey Kong and Zelda's anniversary. I don't get. I don't get Mario. Those. Like I said, but, I don't. I don't get Nintendo why they do this with Mario because Mario would be such an amazing cash cow, and I, I get why they don't want to release anything newer than Super Mario and the. The Mario, Super Mario Three or Super Mario Lost Levels? Like well, crap. Is, they well, they are milking it though. I mean, because okay, there's a 3D Mario game that comes out, and they usually release a 2D Mario game yeah. like this one, mm-hmm. and then they will release a Mario Sports. Yep. So like Whoa. tennis or golf or something like that. Then there'll be a Mario Kart. It is Mario everything. <laughs> Mario's just they're milking the Mario. Well, and we've talked about this before whenever we were talking about like, Mario's Mario that games. Yeah. It's like that's something Miyamoto's done is he's always trying to bring Mario to other genres. Yeah, which he does a great job in some of them, but then you get things like Mario Golf, and I'm like, why why, why is this a thing? You know what? As much as I hate it, there's like six Mario Golf games. Someone's that's, buying them. Somebody likes it. So Someone's enjoying it. I guess that's that's my <laughs> thing. Well, my thing is I truly love this this type of Mario open open world adventure kind of game. And I really hope that they do. Do you kind of hope that this is kind of the next next iteration they're going to hope? Get I'm hoping step that into? this is like an experimental blueprint for more more Mario games. Yeah. I, I think it'd be a blast. Yeah, this would be great. Who could do something like this? Would be awesome. Yeah, I would be totally down with this. So uh, obviously, we weren't the only ones that were, you know, super into this. Um, you have people uh, that kind of talk about the the game that uh, it's as it's uh, moving into the the fully open world challenge, the Mario tradition of literally. Uh, meticulously designed obstacle courses, which is kind of how Polygon took it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they inst- int- instead presented it as a an improvisational Ooh. rompus room filled with colorful dis- distractions and, and it's messy and warm. That's fair. I mean, that's like I said, <laughs> that's kind of why we, we were like all about this. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we, we, other than the, the, the frequent like timed events and things like that, I, I had a blast with it. I highly recommend you guys going out and taking a look at it. Um, how many uh, cat paws out of uh, 10 would you give this, James? Um, you know what? I will give it like a 9 out of 10. You're going to give it a 9 out of 10? I mean, for what it is. It's a mm-hmm. it's a short, very fun game. Would I have spent 60 bucks for it? No. Yes. I will agree with that. <laughs> Not so. by itself. When paired with the much longer, more filled out game, 
it's a hell of a deal and it's a reason to get 3D World if you've already <laughs> played it before and you just want to replay it. Um, yeah, like I say, it's not it's not a fully fleshed out AAA title or anything, but it is a ton of fun for what it lasts. Absolutely. If I- it was a standalone game, you know, the turn $15 price point would be reasonable considering the gameplay. I think they would be insane to... They would have been insane to try to charge $60 just for Bowser's Fury. And I think yeah. they, they knew that. It would have to be three or four times the length. And it oh, would absolutely. Still, it would still be pretty short for a $60 game. No, absolutely. So I totally agree with you on that. Um, the only difference is I'm going to drop it a little lower. I'm going to give it a, I'm gonna give it a uh, 7.75 out of 10. <laughs> just because the thing I'm pissed me off is the length. <laughs> the length of the game. I would have loved to see this as a fully fleshed out game. But like I said... I, I understand what they're doing. They're yeah. they're dipping their toe in the water, which is what Nintendo's do. They're never they never go full tilt on anything. They always dip yeah, their toe in. I mean, I don't think it would have been fun if it was too long, though. Like the really? ener- the energy level, the momentum of it. Mm-hmm. I will say, by the time I got to the last ten shines or so, I was just finishing it. Yeah, like if it had been any longer, it would have started getting bored. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like what they should do is they either have to add some more depth in mechanics. Either RPG up yeah. a little bit more, add some more to explore. I mean, yeah. it would have to be a little bit of a deeper game, which, which is what I hope to see. Which I will, um, I will definitely agree with you on that a little bit. And that's kind of what that's the thing, the reason why I kind of dropped it down a little bit, as opposed yeah. to being a nine, is I would love to see some deeper RPG mechanics into it. Mm-hmm. I would like to see different characters other than Mario. Maybe you could throw a Peach in there. Uh, maybe uh, Rosalina. Somebody, you know, Toad. Who knows? You know, something like that. Maybe if you're if you throw your you know Yoshi in there or something like that, but I would love to see them throw a couple other characters in there just to kind of give it a little bit of a d- different gameplay game feel. Mm-hmm. Plus, honestly, who doesn't want to see a Yoshi in a catch suit? I'm I just mean, saying. Yeah, Yoshi is pretty. I mean, you're essentially riding a Yoshi the whole time, like the little Nessie dinosaur character. <laughs> <laughs> the Loch Ness Nessie, whatever his name is called, I don't even know. And I do love how that. I do love how that's the finishing move for Bowser for the game. Is like Nessie eats three of the cat bells and yes. turns into a giant cat and just crushes him <laughs> because <laughs> because him. that's the thing. That's <laughs> that might be lazy writing on Nintendo's part. So yeah, I mean, it was a ki- it's a kaiju battle. Anything goes in kaiju. That's right. He's definitely the uh, the Mothra of their the, the, the sea Mothra of, of the of, of the kaiju world. So, but yeah. I had a blast with it. You obviously had a blast with it. Um, you would recommend this to somebody if they get a chance. I would definitely to... recommend playing it again. I would not pay full price for the game yep. just to play this. So find someone who has it, rent it for the weekend. Yeah, much if like uh, still a find a game, friend that'll share it for you. Yeah, find a friend to reach <laughs> off of. <laughs> hey, that's what friends friends are for, right? <laughs> so, anyways, guys, um, that is our our review uh, of Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. More Bowser's Fury than anything. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the new kind of lineup, how we're doing things. We're trying to break things up so it's not just a single review show. We're kind of getting a little bit of news and things in there. I, I like this a lot better. I feel like we could we can talk more about other things. Yeah. And that we're not trying to pad out short games to make it fit. Fluff a, it. An hour second. We are not so fluffers, James. We're we, not fluffing we, we will not fluff. <laughs> I will not fluff you guys. Anyways. I'm definitely not fl- fluffing anyway in the cat suit. That's for sure. <laughs> that's an awkward, that's an awkward <laughs> position to be in. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? Someone's going to make a day's living. So, out there. Good on you if you're, if you're that fluffer. So, anyways, um, no. if you... <laughs> no. Minimum wage for you, I sir. I support that statement. <laughs> Find a real job. <laughs> Find a real job. <laughs> mm. Anyways. <laughs> 
I don't know where to go from there, but that, but that that's a that's a dead end joke. I have no, I can't. I, yeah, my brain is just dive bombed. Thanks. Well, Thanks I mean, for the obvious repost is that it's a hard job and someone's got to do it. <laughs> or maybe, or maybe that's a soft way to take it, James. Yeah, okay, you just gotta. Yeah, we're, okay, we're getting we're getting too deep now. <laughs> anyways guys i hope you enjoyed the new uh kind of lineup that we're doing if you guys enjoyed this let me know if you don't let me know as well because like i said we're trying different things we're trying to see what you guys like we're mixing it up so you can maybe get a little bit of news here and there from us even though it's old news old stale crusty news that you know you know came out like a month ago (laughs) but it's it's freshest it's what we enjoyed so but guys uh i just wanted to say thanks for listening james for thanks for popping by and Finally seeing you again after yeah, a little a little hi- hiatus. So fingers crossed, um, James. Uh, will ha- James will be back on maybe uh, a, for a couple more episodes uh, mm-hmm. in the near future. Um, I think we're gonna handle a little bit of anime next time. I don't know. We'll see. We've we, we've done a, quite a few game a few games. I did Harry Potter last week with the wife. Um, so we'll uh, maybe something a little strange. We could do cells at work. I would love to do cells at work. That would be phenomenal. It's, it's adorable. It is. It is. Yeah. It's so cute. <laughs> I loved. I want to be the little worker cells, the little the platelets. Here, go here, go, and they're just like super strong. You don't even know it. So, yeah. but anyways, we'll save that for the other podcast. We'll bring Kelly in on that one. So that'd be fun. So, anyways, guys, I want to say thanks for popping in. Um, we're gonna head out, and I hope you guys have a wonderful week. All right, see you guys. Bye. If you're interested in keeping up to date with new episodes on our channel, add us on any of your favorite podcasting apps or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Seriously Pointless Conversations. If you have questions or concerns, please email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com. We appreciate any feedback. Thank you for listening to our show.